Hello and welcome to the Body Resilient Mom podcast. I'm your host, Louise Hurley, and I am here to elevate your body image one conversation at a time. Most of us have grown up believing that a thinner, smoother, tighter body and face is better. And if we have these things, then we have succeeded and we'll live happily ever after. When we've been surrounded by this message all of our lives, in some form or other, we tend not to question it. It's just the way of the world. But have you ever stopped to wonder whether these standards that we've been holding ourselves to are even possible to achieve? And if we do try to match these standards, like losing weight or trying to remain wrinkle and dimple free, is it actually healthy? As mums, we feel under so much pressure to succeed in all areas of life, including trying not to look like we've grown and birthed a tiny human. This podcast will encourage you to challenge your long-term beliefs about what your body should look like and help you to move from a place of conflict with your body to a place of peace and acceptance. This has been one of my favourite conversations to have over the podcast so far because it's real chats with real mums. It's been such a privilege to sit down and talk to these women who I now consider friends because they've been training with me at Strong Mums for so long about what's going on in their head when it comes to body image. We don't often get chance to sit down and talk together like this, so it was a beautiful opportunity to talk things through and to learn more about each other as well. As well as talking about our experiences and our current body image challenges, we also talk about ways to conquer these challenges, ways to tackle them. And some of the approaches that we talk about are in the Body Resilient Mum project. So I loved being able to share what's in my head, my knowledge and my experience in helping mums with body image. I love sharing that with these mums that we chatted to. What I hope that you get from this episode is to know that you're not alone in the way that you think and the way that you feel about your body. Perhaps you've felt a certain way your whole life about your body. Perhaps you've had the same thought patterns or the same beliefs about your body your whole life and you're absolutely not alone in this. What you can't see from this episode, obviously, because it's a podcast, what you can't see is that these mums are, they range in shape, weight, size. They're all completely different and yet there are very similar thoughts and feelings about their body, very similar experiences as well in the way that they've been brought up to think about their body. And so what I'm trying to get at is you might be in a place now where you feel that you would be more confident or you'd be more happy or perhaps you'd be more accepting about your body if you were 10 kilos lighter or had a smaller tummy or didn't have the rolls that you have or didn't have that cellulite, whatever it is. But that is just not the case because as you'll hear in a bit, the mums in this episode, all different shapes and sizes, different weights, and yet all have the same hang-ups, the same thoughts, similar feelings as each other. What I also want you to get from this episode is some strategies and tools for those moments when you feel like your confidence in your body has taken a real bashing, or those low body image days. As I said earlier, throughout these conversations, I share some strategies that I teach in the Body Resilient Mum Project online course. And so what I really hope is that by the end of this episode, you can put them into practical use in your own life. I loved how one of the very first things that we talked about, and this happened very organically and naturally, was the comparison trap and how we automatically compare ourselves to other people, even though we know we are intelligent women and we know that we should not compare ourselves to other people. 
it still happens and it can be automatic. And that's for several reasons. It's kind of biological. So as humans, we are biologically made to compare ourselves to other people because when we live in a community, we want to be around similar people with similar values, um, similar thinking patterns and doing things in a similar way. It's just part of how we've evolved as a society and culture. But what that means is now, where we have social media at our fingertips, it is so much easier to compare ourselves. Hundreds and thousands of years ago, we would have been in a very small village. You know, it would have been a small amount of people that we compare ourselves to, and generally we would be similar to these people. But now we have access to millions and millions of different people. And it's at our fingertips, we get our phone out and we look and we can compare ourselves to other people in an instant. And that is not healthy, especially when you get feedback from those people as well. We're not meant to be on show for that many people. Our brains are not wired for that. So I love this conversation that we have about comparing ourselves. And I share with the mums in this conversation some of the things that we can think, try to change our thinking around comparing ourselves to others. Thinks that I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I'm not offering. <laughs> but most of the time, I feel like I've got a really good body image. But I will watch these Still. ads because I want to know what they're about and, and like I said, what awful stuff is on Instagram. Um, and I tend to start feeling a little bit bad about myself after because I don't mm -hmm. have that flat tummy Thanks. and I don't have that six pack and I don't have whatever that person looks like. So it lasts a second yeah. and then I like but you see, have a check in. You're like here and you've got a really positive <clears throat> image and about the way you do it and then I'll go to work tomorrow and I'm surrounded by people that are oh, so in the gym and skinny and watching what they eat and it's all about and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. But, that does, but, does yeah. that, <laughs> but does that make you like feel bad because you're what, not doing what they're doing? Because you are, because you're yeah, here makes training. Me feel bad because I'm fat and old. Are you? Yeah, compared to all Why? of them, I'm fat and old. No. And they're young and so, do you know? Okay, so that sounds like that's the story that you tell yourself. Oh in your head Probably. you know in the body resilient mum project <laughs> sales pitch <laughs> um i talk about some of the thought traps that we fall into and one of them is the narration trap it's the story that you tell yourself and you don't have to verbally bye Liz. I have to run to laser. see another beauty thing <laughs> it's more so down to shave That's I really all right. looking at it you're allowed <laughs> to you're allowed to want to look good to not be that is a whole nother story <laughs> see, um girls. And, and that story that's in your head, you'll, you don't necessarily say the words, but the thought process is instant because you've told it to yourself for so long. Probably. The thought is just instant. You don't even have to say the words out loud in your head, but it takes a second and that's where your brain goes because you've made those neural connections. And so part of it is telling yourself a new story, which is... Menopause. It's, <laughs> it's emotional as well. Like it's a massive part of life. And things change when you reach menopause, don't they? Oh, and yes. Including hormones, emotions, your body, everything changes. Um, but the story you're telling yourself is, I'm fatter and older than they are. How about if you turned it around and said, I am older because I was born before they were, but look at all the things that you know that they don't. So yeah. yes, you're older, but why should older be bad? Like, why is older a bad thing? Look at all the amazing things that your body does at how old? 46. 46. Look at all the amazing things that your body does at 46. Like you've just had a workout for a whole hour and you did not stop. 
You were running to start with, with bands around your legs. I need you to come to work. Like how every day. No, no, you need you need to you need to say this to yourself every day at work. But the other voices are louder. They are at the moment, but you have to train them to be quieter. So this is where resiliency comes in. You're resilient to you can't change your environment, like you can't suck those people around you. You could try. <laughs> I don't want to, but you <laughs> So you can't sack them, you can't get rid of them, and you can't stop them from going to the gym, and you can't make them older, but you can change what's how you tell yourself yeah. that narration, that story. And so, yes, you're older, but that's not a bad thing. And you're not fatter. And, and even if you were fatter, fatter, fat isn't bad. Like, you can, have you seen some of, like, the Olympic weightlifters? They're, like, three times my body weight, and they can do such amazing things. You're, you have a different body shape to what they do, and they have a different body shape to what someone else does. It's just different. More body fat does not necessarily mean bad. Unless you feel like it's affecting your health and, you know, in a, in a negative way, more body fat is just different. And if you ask them, how do you feel? If you ask them, how do you feel in your body? They'd probably share with you all their hang-ups. And you'd be like, why do you feel that way? And if they heard what you said, they'd be like, why do you feel that way? <laughs> Everyone's got their own internal struggle. So that's what I'm trying to do, is to help you get out of that internal struggle and just fucking appreciate your it. body, because you're I amazing. It, but it doesn't go away. No, you know I think it's not. And that's what resiliency is. You know it doesn't go away, but you make the more positive voice the louder and more instant voice like I was saying I, I look at those ads that I get and I feel a little bit insecure for a second after and then I you know that resiliency kicks in I'm like no no like I'm proud of what my body does yes I'm nearly 40 but this is what I can do I'm really proud of it I don't need to look like that person I don't need to weigh the same way as that person I don't need a flat tummy I think your body chain shape changes a lot after you have children definitely and I think you sometimes think you can do the same of what you could do before you had children. But obviously your body and your physical fitness isn't the same. No, I'm, it's not the same, but you can get back to your physical fitness and more. You just have to do it the right way. Yeah, and I think you compare yourself to others in similar Good, situations. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, they can do it, why can't I? I know. Yeah. But, but do you know why? I think it's like, um, I don't know, maybe they put my effort in or time. It's because you're different. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you're yeah. putting enough effort in and you're dedicating the time that you want to dedicate to your fitness, but you're different from like that pregnant lady over there. There's no one there really. And that pregnant lady over there, like yeah. everyone's different and everyone's postnatal journey is different and you're going to look different after. And I think that's why these ads really wind me up. Have you seen the one when she says, imagine snapping back and she sucks in her tummy. She says, I had six kids and not long ago oh, yeah. I was a mess and my pelvic floor yeah, was like a smashed one, yeah. egg. Oh my God, it does my head in because not everyone can look like her. I reckon she's also had surgery as well, which obviously mm. she doesn't mention. Um, and not everyone is going to look like that and that's okay but you know I feel like even I feel bad after watching that ad because yeah. I'm like my tummy doesn't look like hers and I've only had two kids yeah. but that's okay yeah. look at the amazing things that your body does 
one while you're pregnant two before you were pregnant and yeah. look at all the amazing stuff it's going to do once you've had this baby yeah i think there's just an expectation to always be a certain way and to be always mm. you get expectations from like all sides don't you yeah like internally externally from your environment yeah and like you see people a certain way or a certain look and then you want to be like the same you would have the same fitness you would have the same physique and you can't be you can't have everything because something will suffer yeah Again. but you also don't need to look like that no if you can focus on what you can do you can just try to quieten those other voices that I should look like this or I should be able to do that and just run your own race and you know what it takes time like you can't just change this thinking overnight like it takes time and it's hard work mm. but you'll get there yeah. or you could buy the Body Resilient Mum project <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this wasn't a sales pitch by the way it's not why I asked you to stay back but um, it does, it takes time. And, and you can, you know, you can follow people on Instagram sometimes and they'll have all these amazing quotes and you're like, oh, that really resonates with me. Yes, like, I love that. I'm going to remember that one. It takes more than that. Like, you can read it once and feel awesome about yourself, but you go back to work the next day and you're like, oh, those old feelings come back about not feeling good enough. And it takes time. What are you going to do different, Caroline? What's going to be different when you're at work and you see all these younger people? who say that they've been to the gym, which they might actually not have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're different people. Like, you're very different people, different ages, different genes as well. Like, and the way you different got Different genes. Yeah, like, like you're, the thing is, some people are just born a certain way. And they, just, they are. And they just have it in them. Yep other people yeah it's just the way it is and we can't all be the same we can't all look the same no. if we all ate the same and exercised in exactly the same way for exactly the same amount of time we'd still look different yeah completely different yeah so next time you're at work and you start to feel a little bit shitty and you're thinking i'm older and fatter than they are i want you to remember looking different isn't necessarily a bad thing not different from everyone else, just different from this small select few that you happen to work with. Think of like the rest of the population as well. Looking different is fine. And look at what your amazing body still does. And being older means that you're wiser. I know it sounds a bit cliche, but you are. Like you've got such good life experience that they haven't got yet. And that goes an awful long way. There's no way I'd want to be 20 again. I wouldn't mind the energy, but <laughs> there's no way I'd want a 20-year-old brain again. I was bloody stupid. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything back then. I thought I knew everything, but I didn't. There's no way. Like, I much prefer my brain and my body now. Yeah. It's just like, as you get older, you think differently, don't you? Yeah. Mm. The pressures of everything. And you know what? Those 20-year-olds would feel it too, that pressure, a different way. It's different pressure. Yeah, different. different pressure. And it's really sad because you'll spend your whole life wishing that you could look like someone else or wishing you could look a certain way. And then if we're lucky enough to get to 80 and you can still move around independently, I feel like that's going to be awesome. Are you going to get to like 80 and regret all the time that you spent worrying about 
how you look, I'd be really sad. In the next part of the conversation, we talk about generational dieting and how seeing our mums and our grandmas go on diets and constantly worry about their weight has affected the way we see our bodies. Of course, this was a generational thing. We're not talking about bad parenting here. It's the way of the times and the way that our culture throughout the decades has viewed women's bodies and what is supposedly healthy. Hopefully, we now know that healthy doesn't have a shape and a weight and a size. Healthy can be a range of bodies, but that's not always how we've been brought up to believe and it's certainly not what we've heard our mums and our grandmothers say as well. We also move on to talking about how we, as mums now, talk to our own children about their bodies and what we want to focus on to build body image resiliency in our children. I always have. Even when I was like six, I used to think I was fat. But is there anything wrong with being fat, like having body fat? What's wrong with having body fat? No, it just brings me down, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how we've been brought up to think so. Like, Everything that you see on Instagram and social media is all about being smaller. Yeah. And why do you need to be smaller to be better? Why do you need to be smaller to be accepted? I just feel like I fit my clothes better. You know, I need to go shopping. I hate shopping, so I need to buy bigger clothes. There's my issue. That's the worst. That's so, the worst you know, like I just want to fit what I have because that stops me from having to go shopping. I don't want to go shopping. Really? I, hate shopping. I really hate shopping. That's fine, you, you can totally hate shopping. But remember, like, the clothes are meant to fit your body, you're not meant to squeeze your body into clothes. Well, that's why I don't, I'm still wearing the same clothes. For <laughs> <laughs> the first seven years. <laughs> but there's not, there really is nothing wrong with being a bigger size than I what you were. Okay. I'm just, I'm not you're, comfortable. You're always meant to change, your body is never meant to stay the same size. Yeah, but when you have your mum, I mean, she's getting older and a bit you know what's the word but she's you know the things that come out of her mouth isn't nice either so. less of a filter <sighs> yes no, no filter yeah yeah were you brought up like that like was she like that when you were younger i don't know maybe i don't remember maybe it's really hard like those people around us you know, environment. I, I was like brought up in the massive. thin era, you know, like the nineties when everything yep. was stick thin. Yep. Yep. And you had to be you had yeah. to be thin to be like worthy, yeah. to be successful, to be accepted. And it was so normal in the nineties and early thousands for other people to comment on your body. Yeah. Yes. That was just like open. Yeah. 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 I I don't know if you guys you guys might not have had it out here, but there was this um, presenter called Chris Evans. So it was called The Big Breakfast and it was a TV morning show. And he got, what's her name, Posh Spice in and he did it to Jerry as well. Who, because you know, it was the 90s and it was all about the Spice Girls. One of them had had a baby and he brought them in and he got the scales. And he was like, let's just see how much you weigh and like put it down. She was like, oh no, you, no, don't do this. And she stood on it and then the camera zoomed in so like everyone knew how much she weighed and that but that was accepted it was like great entertainment That's and then you yeah you wonder why like people now grow up feeling yeah. that they need to weigh a certain amount and they need to look a certain way and have low body fat 
And you absolutely don't. But yeah, that was shocking. But it was, you're right, in the 90s, it was just accepted. Mm. But for a lot of us, that was a time when we're growing up into our bodies and, and you're trying to figure yourself out. It's the same. My mum and dad will just say everything that they think I need to improve on, everything that they think I get wrong, they'll voice it. But they hardly ever say the things that they're happy with until I became an adult and I talked about it. Oh, no, no, we, we love you. You're great. But they just feel like the, that doesn't need to be said. But actually, my husband's Australian and his grandma, <laughs> I dread going in because she always comments on what you're wearing, on how fat you are, how much weight oh you've put on. Oh, God. Yeah, so no maybe it's not a culture it. thing. Maybe it's just I think the gen- era. The generational. Yeah. Mm. And how do you tell an 80-year-old that that's not okay? <laughs> like, how, do you, you, how do. do you tell grandma, actually, oh. that's not okay? Did you say, say that. You keep yeah, saying care. it. You keep repeating it. Yeah. Maybe she won't remember because she's 80. <laughs> <laughs> that I've lost it. Yeah. <laughs> In which case, you have to keep saying it each time. There's a very respectful way of telling people. You don't have to be angry, outwardly angry with them. Yeah. You might feel it inwardly, but you can. You can absolutely say, "I really, it really makes me uncomfortable when you say that." Could we please not talk about how I look? Yeah. You could say, like, look at all the wonderful things. I've given you a, a great granddaughter. No, just say back to her when you walk in next time. <laughs> hey, Nana, put You've a few put it on <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that'll go down well. Well, my mum my says the same about her mum, that she would always comment on her weight or her. And my, my grandma's now 90-something, early 90s. And they're still talking about going on diets and not eating this and not eating that. And we're like, what? What? Oh. You're so old. Just eat whatever the hell you want. Who cares? Yeah. Like, oh Enjoy. my God. Enjoy. Yeah, but my mum's the same. She's in her early 60s and she's always on a diet. We're like, mum, give it up. Like, what? <laughs> Just enjoy, enjoy your, your food, enjoy your life, enjoy everything. She's always, as long as I can remember, she's always talked about wanting to lose weight or what she's eating, or but never sticks to it. So then she'll mm. talk about not eating such certain things but go home and eat like a bowl of pasta for dinner i'm like mum well that's great but why don't you have i don't know something <laughs> not a bowl of pasta you know go and have a sandwich or something or like, how about, i don't know yeah, or you know yeah. eat for health like if you know you mm. you want to improve your gut health you need more vitamins minerals vegetables more fiber focus on that instead of eating something or not eating foods to lose weight mm. to get smaller well i had to learn that the, the hard way around because again I dieted while I was a teenager mm. early 20s did all the you know fasting lemon detox with that lemonade that you would put maple syrup and drink it all day I did everything mind you I was pretty like I don't think I had extra weight to lose but I just did it and I got a autoimmune disease and I had to learn what it's like to be really sick and now I'm just glad to eat healthy like stews, mm. soups, you know, homemade and forget about oh. And yet look at and the amazing strong. things. Yeah. Look at the amazing things that your body does. It's made this. Yeah. It's made a baby. The cutest baby ever. <laughs> and you're strong and you can work it. You've got energy yeah. to move your body. That's so good. So and then it, you have to figure out for yourself, well that's what makes me confident. Mm. Being strong makes me confident. Being able to sleep, 
and move and my mental health to get through the day, that makes you happy and then it makes you confident. Mm. Yeah. Not the size of your jeans. Totally. Mm. And you hear so many people saying that they want to lose weight to be happy and to be confident. And that's not the key. That's, you can, I know heaps of people who have then lost that weight and are still feeling self-conscious and not confident in their body. And it's because of their attitude, not because of their weight. I never had those problems as a kid. I'm naturally a skinny person, mm. very good metabolism. I could eat anything, mm-hmm. probably up until my early 20s. You wouldn't tell. And even when I was pregnant, it was like, oh, yeah, there's something. <laughs> no one knew I was pregnant until I was about six months pregnant. So I've never been on those diets and those. I never had anyone comment on my body in, in that way. It was always the other way. How skinny I was and yeah, how, you yeah. know. I was called chicken legs as a kid. And I hated it. And only then as an adult, I was like, well, that's still commenting on the way I look. It is, Just, yeah. They didn't think it was negative, but I hated it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was... And only as I got older, I realized what it actually meant. <laughs> I just always thought no one's pants ever fit and no one could get shirts that ever fit them. Like, cause you know, I've got these stupid long, long arms and legs. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, why don't everyone's, then suddenly these three quarter pants came into fashion. And I was great. <laughs> now I can wear my normal pants and look like a normal person and not have to worry about it. So I don't know. It was always the opposite for me. And then when I did get older and didn't look the way I did when I was mm. 20, I was like, well, what's wrong with me now? Well, I had three kids and I just turned 40, so I'm not going to look the way I do when I was 20. Yeah. But it's hard to get out of that mindset. And the trouble, yeah, the trouble is when people comment on your body is that then that's what you start to focus on. And yeah. either you take it in a positive way and if you do, then you feel like you need to stay that way because then people yeah. won't think that way. If your people will think worse of you if you put weight on, for example. Mm. Yeah. Or you take it in the wrong way or a negative way and you, then you become really self-conscious because you think, oh, oh my God, I've got chicken legs or, yeah, yeah. you know, everyone's looking at my legs. And then I noticed it more. Yeah. Like I'd see, I'd notice how, how I would walk or I'd notice my gait or I'd notice how I'd run. I'd be really, I used to really love running, but now I hate it because I feel like I look stupid when I run because my legs are so long or because I don't have the right, you know, the right style or something like oh, that. So, and that takes up so I'm much headspace. Yeah. So you kind of run so past someone going... Am I doing this right? Do, are they going to think I'm an idiot when I run past them or something? Like, Instead know. of just enjoying the run. And they don't care. Like, they're looking at something else. Oh, no, yeah, oh someone went past me. Like, and you know what? And even if someone did notice and they've got their opinions, who fucking cares? Yeah. Mm. No one cares. Well, we shouldn't care. It's hard, though, yeah. It's hard to think no one cares. Yeah. It takes time. <laughs> and we've been brought up to take note of how, how other people think of us. And it takes a long time. Mm to get out of that. You can't just do it overnight. It takes a long time. Mm. Do you know you guys are awesome though? Yeah. You are. <laughs> like you come here and you get your workout done. At any point, does, do you guys worry about what you look like when you're doing this? No. Because you should No, more that. about doing, make sure I'm doing it the right way. How good is that? So if you can take that and apply it to every day i mean you're fixed right <laughs> yeah just like that how awesome would that be really lucky because i talked to some of my friends and they've got like similar stories where it's just like yeah not something that happened in my household which i think that's is pretty beautiful. rare that's beautiful that that really my mum was rare. never a big person yeah like obviously yeah. i got her jeans and yeah. i'm not a big person but she she was always you know she was not overweight she's normal sort of you know average yeah. BMI, whatever they used to measure it in. 
So just a way it was, I think it was because from her mum. Yeah. You know, saying. Yeah. And still now you see her. Mm. Shouldn't be wearing that shirt and stuff like that. Yeah. So Jem, your mum didn't diet and you didn't pick up habits like that from your mum. Did you, were you immune to that, do you feel, as a teenager? Like, did you feel that you had to lose weight or look a certain way? Or do you feel like you were pretty resilient? Um, I never felt like I needed to lose weight or look a certain way, but I would say that I was probably what society would have said is acceptable as far as like a body weight and look is. I've mm -hmm. always been pretty petite, yeah. like, yeah always been fairly active and fairly strong like so I'd say I never felt that pressure because I was already in the category of like well mm. you're yeah, okay but it never really played on my mind that much it was just something that yeah hasn't well that was a yeah. thing with me I guess people commenting on things that you can't change yeah like I can't mm. change how tall I am yeah but everyone will always comments on it and you're like okay I know mm. I've lived with it my whole life no I'm tall okay mm. <laughs> Mm. Oh, look at those legs. Yeah, I know. They're, I know. I know. I know. I'm living in my whole life, okay? They're not always great. <laughs> None of my fans feet. None of my shoes feet. Like, you know. Yeah. But things like losing weight, then because you, you feel like you can do something about it, there's yeah. that pressure to do something about it. Yeah. I just get the shits and then get cranky because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your chicken legs. I'd call it thin privilege. Yes. So you get the privilege <laughs> that you, you kind of fit into society's norms or category of being accepted acceptable um you can still feel like you're not good enough all it takes is one mm. comment mm. on like either positive like you're looking really good because you've lost weight or you know or maybe you should watch what you're eating it takes one comment and that can completely shift your mindset i think that affects you as a young person because if you hear they say why is she wearing that why that's not and then you think, yeah, you well, think other people are saying it about you as well. Yeah, yeah. what's the, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, as parents, or as a mum, I think I have to be careful. To be critical of other people mm -hmm. too, like, yep. it's not just ones that you know, but even mm -hmm. people you know. Yeah, but that's it, and even sometimes positive comments don't go the way that you're intending. Yeah. No. Just don't comment on exactly. it Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm very mindful of doing that with my kids, like mm -hmm. I don't comment on their body, I don't comment on anyone else's body don't yeah not the way it looks like we'll um, say like how like how good is that person like she's so fast at yeah. running Mom, you can take mm. Thank you, yeah. comment yeah. on their ability not the yeah way. yeah how strong yeah, yeah. yeah. Strong often asks, what do you think of this outfit and i always try to say how does it make you feel oh, because if that's it awesome. feels comfortable and if she feels beautiful in it yeah or i'll say oh they're really yeah. pretty flowers it's a really yeah. pretty unicorn in the front yeah, yeah. Comment yeah, though. I like that the pattern. pattern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. flowers are nice. Yeah, yeah. Or she wants to wear them with a duck frock on it today. Like, yeah, go for it. But yeah, I'm really trying to do the. How does it make you feel? Because yeah, it's just about what it means to you. Yeah, yeah. And once you can really center in and like anchor into your own feelings, much easier to, you know, water off a duck's back to some of those comments. Sometimes I think. Fingers crossed. That's my plan. <laughs> I think that's a beautiful plan. Yeah. And yeah, or the yeah confident and great all those other things mm -hmm. about her that aren't about appearance yeah yeah and i think yeah you build those up now yeah and then you know that they've got that resilience when they get older for when they do experience this backlash on either social media or they start to listen to the peers and other people around them and then they've got that high body image already that self-esteem in who they are as a person self -worth. Yeah. yeah yeah that self-worth in who they are not yeah. how they look. Oh, we got deep. <laughs> I like it.
Aww, thanks for chatting guys. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, make sure you hit follow wherever you listen to your podcasts, rate and review so that more mums can start to challenge societal norms when it comes to what their body should look like. For further information on what I've covered in this episode or to connect with me in person, head to the link in the show notes. You'll also find the link to enroll in my online course, The Body Resilient Mum Project. Until next time, bye for now.